something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to the John Age Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age, and I'm your host, John Age. Happy to be back you, back with you once again in the wee hours of the a.m. I started this whole thing this evening eh, about an hour and a half ago. Check out AnomicAge.com. Share those links, friends, family, loved ones, and enemies. If you are so inclined, I'd love for you to become a patron or just make that one-time donation. PayPal.me forward slash Anomicage. Patreon.com forward slash Anomicage as well. It would be lovely if you would help me out around here. I got to tell you, folks, I don't even know if I'm in the right frame of mind to be doing a show this evening, but I'm going to try my best. Especially since I've been trying to do this one for about an hour and a half. Technical difficulties abound, and I've just about had a just bad enough. So we're going to see how things work this evening for the fourth time. And at the slightest hint of a technical difficulty, I'm going to sign out, sign off, and be done with it. And that's just what's up. I'm going to start out this evening for the fourth time trying to cover the news segment what I like to call a little media blitz in the ever-fun information breakdown segments of the Anomic Age. In lieu of those full guest episodes with me and a guest, I've just been doing these lovely about one-hour bitty bits. So we're going to try it again this evening to cover the media waterfront. We're just going to see if we can switch back and forth between this and me. Can we do it, folks? Holy cow. So far, so good. I got this from none other than the real Chris Sky on Telegram earlier today. And I'm going to give you this headline and discuss the highlighted portion of this. And then I'm going to switch back to the actual one that's up now running live on CNN.com. So if you're looking at this, six weeks after getting shot at a 4th of July parade, an eight-year-old left paralyzed, feels hopeless and angry. I can relate. As new reality sets in, what we got highlighted here, I'm going to give you the little bit before the highlighted portion, and the emotional toll is just as heavy. Colon, Cooper misses his home and his family, who he is only able to briefly see once a week because of COVID-19 rules and has begun looking forward to when he'll be able to join his twin brother in third grade. So you got that. See if I can show you this portion of it. Actually, I... I'm on the wrong little tab. So let's see if we can just roll over here. 
and get to the correct one. That's the correct tab that I'm looking for. I'm going to scroll to the top and let you see that it is indeed the same headline. Six weeks after getting shot at 4th of July parade, an eight-year-old left paralyzed feels hopeless and angry as new reality sets in. Christina Maxoris. And this one is from the timestamp is 7.04 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, August 18th. So this one's actually the following day. Still 2022, the year of our Lord. And I'm going to scroll down to just about where this one left off. Uh, Let me see here. Had all this set up for you now. I can't find it. Let's see if I can find it this way. Oh, I'm pretty sure I can. And here we go. This is the same portion here. And the emotional toll is just as heavy, colon. Cooper misses his home and his family. While he is with his parents constantly, quote unquote, he can see his whole family only once a week. The family clarified on Thursday. So let's go back. Huh. So the article on the 17th mentions he can't go see his family because of COVID-19 rules. And then we go back to the article from the 18th and it appears that it's been deleted. It's been 1984 It's been Winston Ministry of Truth right on out in the new updated August 18th version of the article. You ever get the feeling you've been cheated? So saith Johnny Rotten and so saith John H. You feel like you've been cheated, huh? Because in the 17th Edition it mentioned as to why he was unable to see his family. Uh-huh. And then in the 18th edition, uh, hmm, a poof, it's been winstoned out. No mention of COVID 19. Misses his family, his home. No mention of why he can't see him. Why can't we see him? They don't want you to know it's because of the COVID PSYOP. Or should I say, PSYOP-19. I got another one for you. Let me pull this one up and see if this will work. This one is from expose-news.com. Germany's health minister wants vaccine passports to be color-coded for compliance. For compliance, just like China, Rhonda Wilson, August 11th, 2022. Holy cow. Hold the coffee. Hold on to your hat. We just made a little transition back to my lovely face without a glitch. Well, ain't that a... Yeah. Bottom line here, folks, it seems to me... Seems to anyone with eyes to see and ears to hear that uh, somebody's following China's lead again. 
Or that'd be the health minister from lovely dear old Germany. And the irony can't escape me because we got one formerly fascist country whose main claim to fame as of uh, about uh, 1930s is Adolf A. Lewis Hitler. The homicidal madman backed by the U.S., backed by Great Britain, who went on a bit of a holocaustic killing spree. So the irony here is you got dear old Germany following in the footsteps of dear old China, who, in case you missed it, under the U.S. funded and backed Mao, his lovely fun-filled cultural revolution just managed to kill over 80 million of his own people by his own numbers. Ain't that fun? So we got one formerly fascist country following suit with a contemporary communist country. Both of which, if you don't read the history books and read reality, read those old history books, the ones that have probably been taken off the shelves and rewritten by Winston Smiths of the world, a la the previous aforementioned CNN article. So if you're not reading those new history books, you'll probably figure out, uh, well, we got a whole lot of killing going on. To paraphrase Jerry Lee Lewis, whole lot of shaking, we got a whole lot of killing going on. Going on in uh, Germany and China. Well, they, they mask it, pun intended, in China now. Germany's not killing quite as many as they once did. They just managed to move old Hitler into South America and quietly sail on. Or I should say the U.S. sailed on into space, aeronautics, and beyond thanks to Operation Paperclip and us picking up all their scientists. While the average moron looked at the show trial in Germany for all those dreadful Holocaust... uh, Operators, the Nuremberg trials, because it should be just the Nuremberg show trials. Yeah, while the average boob looked on and thought, oh, we got him. And the same average boob looked at the history books, which told him, oh, yeah, we got Hitler, too. He just offed himself in some bunker. Right. Right. Sounds about right, doesn't it? Speaking of Winston Smith and the asinine idiocy of our current reality. Let's check this out. This is from TheGuardian.com. Simon Jenkins. Do you want free speech to thrive? Then it has to be regulated now more than ever. So if you want free speech, well, all you got to do is give up your free speech. Yeah, it's got to be regulated now more than ever. Or you don't get your free speech. Naughty, naughty, you don't get to speak. You don't get to speak and land at a sheep home and a slave. No, 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 no. Not a chance. You don't get to speak in England. Magna Carta, ne, 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 ne. No speaky for you. So in order to get free speech, you got to have regulated free speech. And there, by definition, it ain't free speech anymore. Now, is it? 
It's about like saying, if you want to walk, you better cut off your legs. Sounds right. You want to do a, a big marathon? Well, all you got to do is hack up, hack at your Achilles with a machete, and you'll be just running in no time. The idiocy paradox, 1984 Orwellian doublespeak bull butter reality that is our current existence, people. That's what's up. What else we got? We got also much more news for you. Let's see if we can possibly even see it. Let's see where this one takes us, shall we? All right, we got NBC. SanDiego.com. Oh, yeah. This one's actually an oldie but goodie. We're playing nothing but the hits, right? <laughs> Sweating to the oldies, or I should say paralysis to the oldies in this edition, huh? I became paralyzed after taking Moderna vaccine. Colon. Woman diagnosed with rare condition. Rare reaction, I should say. A rare reaction, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rare reaction, like we saw this huge influx of SIDS after the vaccines really started to ramp up there about 30, 40 years ago. Now we're seeing, what's the new moniker? Sudden adult death syndrome. Sudden adult death syndrome. SADS. Oh, yeah. Why could we now be seeing sudden adult death syndrome? I can't imagine why. Because we got a whole influx of giblet heads going along to get along, following the lemmings off the cliff, following the advice of their deity, Lord, Savior, and Chief, Trump, and, of course, the other side of the aisle, idiocy, the communist moronic fools that would do anything left of center following the same old idiocy and then i guess you got to look at perhaps that one percent that's just uh trying to do the right thing they they thought and believed in their their savior and chief trump and they thought and believed in for reasons unbeknown to anyone dear old dr fauci Dear old, let's torture and kill beagles, Fauci. Dear old, let's pump out AZT, the former cancer drug, and kill a bunch of gay people, Fauci. Dear old, let's uh, poison and kill foster kids in New York, Fauci. That's the guy that everyone chose to believe in. And I guess I'll I'll give them a little bit of uh, of leeway here because they chose to believe in them. Because the mainstream media was pushing out this bull. Specifically, I'm speaking of old uh, dear Fauci, dear mad scientist Fauci. Because the mainstream media is still pushing out and propping up this lame brain giblet head. I say lame brain. He's really not. I mean, he's exterminating millions and he's making millions. So I, I don't know. Is that lame brain or is that some sort of demonic superhero? I mean, I guess if this was in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, well, hell, he'd be all over Time Magazine as the man of the year, just like Hitler and dear old Uncle Joe Stalin. So I guess it's just he's in good company with other mass murderers, nerdy wells, and scum. What do you think? 
But wait, there's more. Let's see if we can transition on over to this. No, I'm not talking about lopping off any bits or shooting up steroids. No, I'm talking about this little fun-filled bit. Huh? Let's see. Can I not even see the article anymore? I guess not. Yeah, this is on the fly, so just deal with it. Here we go. Let's see if we can at least see this article for a minute. This is from the telegraph.co.uk. Lockdown affects fear to be killing more people than COVID. Oh, do you think so? And this is from August 18th, 2022. Sarah Knapton. Or if the K is silent, Napton. Sarah Napton, 2022, August 18th. Lockdown effects feared to be killing more people than COVID. Unexplained excess deaths outstrip those from virus as medical, excuse me, as medics call figures terrifying. That made no sense at all, but that's the sentence that's up there. Unexplained excess deaths outstrip those from virus, as medics call figures terrifying. Okay, well, I guess makes a little bit of sense. <laughs> so the figures are terrifying. I suppose, uh, rightly so, they're talking about the death toll figures, the numerological figures that are showing, hey, 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 uh, did you miss this one? Oh, yeah, they want us dead. They want you dead. They want mom, dad, grandma, junior, grandpappy, Uncle Remus, and everybody else under the sun freaking dead. Black, white, gay, straight, brown, red, otherwise. They want you all freaking dead, folks. It's a big club, and you ain't in the freaking club. Saving grace, George Carlin's dead and long gone, because he'd be repeating these same things again and rubbing your nose in the brown stuff, as it should be. For anybody who can't seem to get it. Yeah. a uh, duh. That's why the insurance company's actuaries are off the charts now. For folks dying in the age demographic that shouldn't even be dying. To what? Uh, what could it be? Oh, I know. I know. It's the other made-up bleeping disease. Uh, sudden adult death syndrome. Yeah, that's it. That's a good one. Yeah. Sudden adult death syndrome. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I also suffer from AMD, acute anger management disorder. Yeah, I just made that up too. That's about as blipping realistic as sudden adult death syndrome just cropping up out of the clear blue sky, coincidentally enough, after a dear old Fauci and the brethren of death push this demonic crap on everybody. Let's move on. Oh, here we go. We're glitching again. Yeah! It's what I'm waiting for, baby. We're, we're glitching again. I can't freaking wait till we can just shut this whole thing down. Just shut it all the bleep down. This is from NBCNews.com. Luke Knox, brother of Buffalo Bills Dawson Knox and college football player, dies at age 22. Knox, who joined the Florida International University football team this summer, was found dead in medical distress by friends in his dorm room, according to university. And no one knows why, right? Nobody can figure that one out. No one knows why. 
Ah, uh, yes. No one can figure that one out. Let's see if we can just jam this on the one. How's that? Jam it on the one. Jam it on the one. Mm-hmm. We're jamming on the one here, huh? Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what's up now. Let's see. Let's see if we can just move right on down the line here. Because we got more news to cover, don't we? Got a little bit more news to cover. Let's see if we can cover it. Let's see if we can cover it at all. Let's just see. So I uh, I found this today, and I found it quite disturbing. Let's see if we can glitch out some more, and then we will just punch out and go to bed for the evening. We got WHO Regional Office for Europe and BZGA. Standards for Sexual Education in Europe. A Framework for Policymakers. Educational and health authorities. You see, they're authorities, folks. On specialists. This is from none other than World Health Organization Europe. Yeah, come on down. World Health Organization Europe. Boy, now we're really getting somewhere fun, huh? Yeah, let's just scroll on down and see what kind of goodies they may have in store for us. This is good stuff. It's 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 awesome. They even called this the Matrix, the table of contents to most, but no, no, not to, not to these people. This is the Matrix. This is their own words, people. This is their own documents and documentation. Age group zero to four. Age group four to six, six to nine, nine to twelve, twelve to fifteen, fifteen and up. Oh boy, now we're really getting good where they can really give you the business, if you will. Let's just scroll on down, shall we? Let's see if we can find out what we're looking for here. Because there is so much sick mess in here, it just almost defies belief. So here we go. This is ages zero to four, in case you were wondering. Let me zoom in a little bit because I'm sure somebody's not not fully grasping this insanity. Let me just zoom right the bleep on in here. Sexuality. And this is what you're supposed to be talking about here to your zero to four year old. Employment and pleasure when touching one's own body. Early childhood masturbation. Yeah, that's what you should be talking to you for your, your zero to four year old. I mean, that makes perfect sense. Discover of of own body and own genitals. The facts that enjoyment of physical closeness is a normal part of everyone's life. Uh, I suppose, but not in a sexual nature for a child, you sick, demented freaks. Tenderness and physical closeness and expression of love and affection. Okay, that's fine. But, uh, you know, what should you be talking about? Talk about unpleasurable feelings in one's own body. Express need, wishes, and boundaries, for example... Context uh, of playing doctor. And, of course, you're supposed to get into gender identity. Um, I mean, that's that's perfectly fine. Why wouldn't you? Positive attitude toward one's own body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just... And we're talking, again, zero to four here, folks. And I could take you through every single aspect of this age demographic and bracket, but 
but I'm just not going to do it because it just makes me ill and sick. Fertility and reproduction, you're supposed to get into that uh, with zero to four-year-olds. I mean, this is just what's going on, folks. This is totally normal. I don't know what you're talking about. But this is what they want your kids to uh, to be exposed to. World Health Organization Europe. And this is that document. You can get that from icmec.org. That's where that came from. You can see the whole thing. And uh, be as disgusted as I am. Just bathe in the disgust of our current realm of complete filth. It gets harder and harder not to just go into a cursing rampage sometimes. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I got another one for you that's uh, pretty disturbing. Here we go. Let's take a look at this one. See if we can go back and forth without some sort of problem arising. Oh, I guess that's that's asking too much. Because it's uh, obscuring the title from this. So that's okay. No problem. Hungerstone. Hungerstones reveal drought warnings from the past. This is from August 16th, and this is from ScienceAlert.com. So you can find it right there, ScienceAlert.com. Hungerstones reveal drought warnings from the past. And I'll just give you a little synopsis here. An intense intense drought is shrinking rivers across Europe, revealing stones carved centuries ago to give further generations a warning of hard times. These are known as the Hunger Stones. Uh, Let me see. The the real part was uh, really disturbing here. The boulder dates back to 1616 and is etched with a warning in German. I'm not even going to attempt to read that. I'm great with Spanish, but German not so much. Here's the warning as translated into English. If you see me, then weep, according to the Google translation of the phrase. If you see me, then weep. So, there's that. I mean, that sounds like a good time, good time. What does this all mean? I mean, am I I espousing that uh, climate is manipulated? Well, that's... Self-evident. Am I espousing that this is some sort of harbinger of the apocalypse, that we're all doomed, uh, just waiting for those seven seals to crack open, and seas and skies turn to blood? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. I wouldn't be a bit surprised at all. What I am saying is that it appears that the hunger stones are becoming visible. And uh, from history, that is a harbinger of bad things to come. For those people in that part of the world. I mean, we already know that the entire globe has been hit with this global psyop. We already know that the economies of these various parts of the world are being decimated intentionally. We already know that here in the good old formerly USA, now the USSA, we got, what are we, over 50 
food processing plants and facilities associated with food production burning down. But it's not just here. It's, of course, happening all over the world as well. We know that you got a a multi-stage war going on, basically. We got a proxy war in the Ukraine. China saying, yo, if you cross this line and step up while we keep mashing Taiwan into oblivion, then you got something to worry about. We got Russia saying roughly the same thing. If you don't back off of this whole Ukraine thing, you got something to worry about. And, of course, we're still playing around in the fun-filled sandbox of the Middle East, which we've been doing since the late 70s, a la Jimmy Carter, and on through every other administration since then, just urinating in the wind, wasting monies, and perhaps most importantly, wasting the lives of those GIs who for some unknown reason, I wanted to serve and get caught up in the machine that is our military-industrial complex. Because no matter what George Washington said, no more foreign entanglements, uh, yeah, that was just a pipe dream because it seems like just about everybody since then has been all about foreign entanglements. From the Spanish-American War to World War One to World War Two, Korea, Vietnam, and of course diddling in the Middle East for longer than all the other wars combined. It's just loads of fun, folks. Just loads of fun. I mean, I can't believe they're having any problem getting folks to sign up for the military. <clears throat> I mean, of course, there's that paradox of the people that are signed up for the military are so fat, out of shape, and sorry, they can't even pass the requirements, so they have to lower it all. They have to lower the psych eval. They have to lower the uh, having all sorts of background criminal past, drug past. They have to lower all of it just to get these people in there. And then hope and pray with a wing and a prayer that they can turn these people's lives around into some semblance of our great fighting force that has been the gold standard for many decades. Can they do it? Have they done it? I don't know. I'm not there. I'm not in the military. I'm not seeing this stuff firsthand, so I couldn't tell you. I can definitely tell you that those people that are running things the folks with all the the sashes and and emblems and patches and stripes all over them, all those lovely stars, all those flipping clowns. <clears throat> I don't think there's very many of those left that have any semblance of honor, patriotism, nor loyalty to this country anyway. They perhaps have a lot of loyalty to other countries, their bottom line, and of course their ties to the NGOs. And the like. But as far as anything anything like we've seen in the past, no, I don't think so. Not even close. So there's that. What else we got on the countdown? We got a whole lot of whole lot of death going on, don't we? Let's see. Where else can we take us here? Here's some more that I tried to pull up. And then it just disappeared. Let's see if we can pull it up again. You think so? Okay, we'll give it a try. Let's just give it the old college try, shall we? We already showed you that image from CNN. Now let's go over here and see 
if by some winging a prayer hope on my end, we can still see some more. This ain't what I want to show you. This is the kind of boob, belligerent, just common street trash filth that is our military at the moment. And no, I am not talking about those men and women and now otherwise that are actually boots on the ground serving in those positions. No, I'm talking about the leadership people. So I'm not blaming the kid for the parents being a piece of filth. No. I'm not blaming the military, men, women, and otherwise that are actually on the ground in the stuff for the problems that they're in. No. I'm blaming the parents. Yeah, that's going to be those people with all the stars and patches. You know, those fun guys I mentioned before. Take a look at this. See what's up here. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin also got infected with COVID. COVID, excuse me. For the second time this year, he is a four-time vaccinated, boosted, and wears multiple masks and a face shield regularly. Never forget this picture. Oh, yeah, you cannot forget this picture. This picture right here. This is the depiction of our military. This is it, people. I'm not even switching it back to my image. I want you to see this. This piece of garbage. Yeah. And what they've done to our military, just cucking them all out. This is our military. You've got the leader looking like some complete buffoon with the face shield and mask. Oh, but he's got enough pomp and circumstance to wear his lovely little medals and all that good stuff. Yeah. And then in the background, you got Marines with their face shield and masks on. Oh, yeah. Face shield and masks on. By the way, folks, these are the same masks that on the box it says worthless piece of garbage. Well, no, that's not a direct quote. It says not to be used to stop any kind of virus. No, nothing. I believe it even says virus and bacteria, but I know bleeping well it says virus. Not to be used to stop any kind of virus. No. In essence, it's real great if you sneeze. It'll stop the spit from spewing out of your mouth and hitting somebody in the face or going into somebody's open body cavity if you happen to be performing a surgical procedure at that time. It's good for that. If you're going up in the attic and want to move some old, uh, what you got, Halloween decorations, maybe some Christmas stuff around, yeah, yeah, it's good for that. I wouldn't even wear it outside if you're going to do any lawn cutting. Yeah, if you're going to do some lawn care, I wouldn't even wear it for that. But I suppose those last two might at least make some possible shred of sense. Wearing this mess to stop a virus is asinine. Totally and utterly insane. Yep, It's like making a John boat out of a screened in door. And expecting that to float. Yeah. Totally and utterly insane. I believe this is an oldie but goodie. 
from Candace Owens. This is from Twitter, real Candace Owens. Because, of course, I'm not on Twitter. So if you are on Twitter, hashtag Anomic Age, hashtag John Age, put the John Age Project out there anywhere and everywhere you can. Rub it in their face just as they rub this nonsensical bull in ours. Here's Candace talking a little bit about the PSYOP 19. Update. I am still unvaccinated. Whew. Well, that's good to know. Candace has passed the baseline IQ tests. I'm still unvaccinated. I survived the greatest psychological fear campaign in human history. Whoa, Candace. I mean, you are spot on like none other here. It is the greatest psychological fear campaign in human history. Second only to the COVID, excuse me, second only only to the 9-11 charade. I choose to operate at a frequency above fear. Well, that seems pretty darn racist. I see our media and governments for what they are now. Colon. Powerless without our incessant fear. The emperors have no ropa. No clothes. You're darn right they don't have any clothes on. And Candace Owens is as spot on as you can possibly get. Greatest fear campaign in human history. That's going to be PSYOP 19. But for some reason, the general public just can't grasp it. They can't say 2 plus 2 equals 4 out of that old uh, nonfiction book, 1984. Yeah, that'd be the second one. The second book after Animal Farm, the other non-history book, but yet a actual book of reality. Non-fiction, non-history, nothing. These were these were like, uh, what do you want to call them? A propha, prophecy, a prophetic text. Animal Farm in 1984, as well as Brave New World. All these just prophetic text. If you look into those people... Huxley and Blair, you'll see the connections. Huxley specifically, I mean, this guy's just a eugenicist through and through, just like his whole family lineage is nothing but eugenic trash. Brave New World revisited. I mean, he comes out and gives you the whole nine yards. If you haven't heard that last Berkeley speech, a la 1962, check it out. He rolls the whole thing out for you like a blipping carpet on the lawn. Everybody's clapping, cheering, having a grand old time, and he's just rubbing your nose in it. They want you dead. They want you dead, 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 dead. Just the facts, folks. They want you dead. That's right. Hmm. Which brings us to uh, where exactly? I I hate to say I think it it brings us to where I want it to be the whole dang night. Thirty nine minutes minutes on the clock. I think we got a little time to sit around the old proverbial global campfire and tell some ghost stories, huh? 
These aren't ghost stories, folks. These are reality stories. You know, I I often dip into the punk and hardcore genre when I deliver some fun-filled lyrical genius. But tonight I'm going to dip into the old rap and hip-hop for a little lyrical genius. This is from Black Sheep. Uh, I don't know what year this came out. 1991, I do believe, according to this copyright anyway. Black Sheep is the name of the group. The song is The Choice Is Yours. You can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. That's right. Got another one up here for you. Guru. This is one in French and English. The Good, The Bad. The Good, The Bad. 1993, The Good, The Bad. This is kind of before hip-hop got completely co-opted by Viacom and the scum at MTV pushing the gangster rap crap. This was actually a little bit of socially conscious music that got corrupted co-opted and turned into the bottom feeder scum trash filth that it is today. The infection of a whole generation of people, not just black, but all kinds of people, all colors of the rainbow, all God's children got corrupted with this filth into what we see today. Jason Whitlock did an excellent episode of his show, Fearless. I believe it was yesterday where he covers just that. He talks about the grooming the rap grooming. And that's something we often don't discuss enough of, but that's exactly what's going on. I mean, you went from a culture that had such rich musical heritage. Talking about gospel, soul, R&B, I mean, rock. <laughs> you look at Sly and the Family Stone, you're looking at Jimi Hendrix, you're looking at Little Richard, you're looking at Chuck, Barry, you're looking at B.B. King. I mean, we could just keep on rolling here, folks. We went from that rich musical heritage and cultural tapestry, weaving in so many elements of so many different genres. You went from that to the monolithic crap that is hip-hop today. And it didn't start out that way. I mean, you had stuff like The Message, Sugar Hill Gang, all kinds of stuff, late 70s, early 80s. <clears throat> then we swayed into the sort of pop era of rap with Run DMC and the like. And then we ga- came into the more socially conscious rap and hip-hop. That late 80s, early 90s window. <clears throat> Before the infiltration by Viacom and MTV, Sumner Redstone. Before the infiltration of gangster rap. Mm -hmm. So we went from that to the lowest common denominator. I would say kind of like the black exploitation era that was going on in the early to mid 70s. The black black exploitation era in film mirrors, in my humble opinion, what I just call the black exploitation era in music which was about mid-90s to now, and just keep on rolling like a runaway freight train, decimating, destroying, infiltrating, and grooming the black culture, but other cultures as well. 
So that's where we're at today. Everybody's just uh, common vernacular is every bad word in the book. Common vernacular is saying the N-word, but nobody else can say it. Common vernacular is uh, sexualizing women, treating them like objects and filth. And it's so uh, despotic that now they have the women doing that too. They have the women doing that to themselves. I mean, that is the psychological trick of all of this that I've mentioned many times on this show before. It's one thing for someone to be forced into doing something at gunpoint. You're sitting at that uh, big pit that you just dug for yourself at gunpoint. You know before long that P-38 is going to be at the back of your head and you're going to be in the bottom of that pit dead as a doornail. That's one element of it. But the even greater psychological trick, the one that really gets them all off, is getting people to submit and willingly pimp and hoe themselves out. To put on the slave shackle. To say, yes, sir, I will. To dress like prostitutes, whores, and scum with your pants down there at your knees. Willingly. Openly. Just being scum for scum's sake. Willingly. So there's that. And that's what really gets everybody off. I mean, you went from more socially conscious rap like MC Light and even Queen Latifah, which I really don't like. But you had that message juxtaposed to the prostitutes and whores at best. That you've really had exemplifying the females in that genre of music since about the mid-90s. And there's just a new face on the masthead every few years, if you hadn't figured that out. you know, We went from folks like Little Kim to uh, Nicki Minaj, uh, what's that, uh, Megan Thee Stallion and that other trash that uh, was doing that song last year. I can't even remember that. Some song about, I'm not even going to get into it, it's just common trash and filth. But that's the deal, folks. They've co-opted the culture. They've manipulated and contrived the culture to being exploitive and to being a grooming mechanism. That's it. So people often ask, where did all that socially conscious rap go? Well, I mean, it didn't go anywhere. It's still out there. It's just not getting any airplay. And thus... People aren't doing it anymore. I mean, that's the same mechanism at play where you have all the social media sites, most of them, targeting anybody right of mouth. And I've said this many times on this show. I think they are targeting the smaller shows now. The bigger shows, about five years ago, they targeted them. They took them all off. And then I believe they propped up and infused bigger shows that were very much controlled into positions of mainstay. And likewise, and simultaneously, they snuffed out a lot of the smaller shows. 
So they snuff them out by just saying, okay, well, you can still put out a show, but nobody's going to watch it or listen to it unless they go to your specific site directly. Uh, they're not going to really see your content. We're going to shadow ban. We're going to censor. We're going to kick you off and have you jump through eight hoops six ways from Sunday each day or the week just to get your message out there. And after a while, much like myself, because I feel it, people just go, bleep this. I'm throwing the towel. Why bother? Why waste my time? Why put all this money? Why put all this effort? Why put all this emotion? Why put all this research into something that no one's even going to get to see? Makes perfect sense to me. But that's the plan. And it's working like a charm. So some people are going out there glass half full and saying, well, you know things are turning around and people are beginning to see and people are are doing what exactly? Okay, so people are beginning to see. That's cute. Whoopty blipping do. All three branches of government are gone. The elections are a rigged joke. So what are people going to do exactly besides sit around, wring hands around the campfire and bleep and moan? I don't have any answers. I'm just offering that question. What exactly? So there's that. You know, John B. Wells mentioned this probably five years ago. He was one of the first people to mention this, and it caught my attention then, and it resonated with me then. But I don't think I fully grasped the severity then. I don't even know if he did grasp the severity that we would be just these uh, short few years down the road. I know I didn't. I understood what he was saying. It made perfect sense. It was very logical, and I knew in my mind's eye, I knew what was coming, and I knew how horrible it was going to be. But he said it all boils down to it's good versus evil. And I think that's pretty doggone spot on. I think it is good versus evil. At the end of the day, I think that's all it really is. As I mentioned on the last show, you've got all this stuff going on all the time. So everybody's head's like a like a bobblehead, just flipping back and forth and going from one thing to the other and not doing jack about any of it. And I think every single one of those proverbial tentacles on the octopus are just really symptoms of the disease. Symptoms of the cultural rot that is this nation. And I say this nation specifically because I do believe we are the flagship of liberty and freedom. Whatever you want to say or however you'd like to divide that up, I don't really care. Liberty is us, freedom is us. I don't care. The United States was the flagship for liberty and freedom. We were the bump stop. We were who the rest of the world looked to when everything went to pot. We were that proverbial shiny city on the hill that everybody wanted to go to to escape their own bleep hole. Are we still that? I mean, I suppose in some semblance of the word, yeah. You know, it's kind of like if if you're living in one uh, murder-ridden, fleabag, ghetto, bleep apartment and uh, your buddy next door living in the same one, but uh, his apartment, 
the sun doesn't quite wake you up every morning because of the positioning of his window, then I guess, you know, you're better off going to that other one where you're not getting woken up by the sun every single morning and just getting blinded and burned out of your own bed. But I do not think we are in any way, shape, or form what we once were. We are not even a shadow of our once selves. We're we're not even a, a glimmer or glimpse or sneeze of a shadow of our once selves. But back to the point. I do believe it's good versus evil. That's the only possible explanation. And another duality of this, because all this is really predicated on that that duality, that binary opposition. That's two things opposing each other, the clash of civilizations model that they always dreamed of. Well, that's our present reality. But another aspect of this that I don't think most people understand, this specifically I'm talking to the Blue Blood Republicans, all those people that are still kissing Trump's ring and bowing to the altar of the Republican Party like that's going to save us. Right. I think they are still missing the boat. The crucial element of the boat is they – are fixated on normality and reality and just standard this makes sense or it doesn't. And they somehow believe that if they can just convince these morons in the communist satanic death cult party, if they can show them enough evidence, if they can convince them of the error in their ways, that they will just somehow be convinced But that's not it. They're missing the forest for the trees or the forest for the forest because the communist death cult party doesn't care about reality. They don't care about facts. They don't care about logic. They don't care whether or not something is factual or false. If it's false, all the better because that's the mind screw of 1984. Convincing Winston that 2 plus 2 does not equal 4. That just continual gaslighting. That continual carrot at the end of the donkey's stick there. Yo, well, only you, if you could just convince them, they, they, you know, they'll come to their senses. They don't care. It's not about reality. It's not about right or wrong. It's not about logic. It's about death and destruction and the obliteration of all that you know Love and hold dear. They want you dead. So if they can get you urinating in the wind, trying to convince these troglodyte fools of the error in their ways, it's a win. If they can get you kissing Trump's ring and just hoping and praying, maybe he'll come to his senses and come out and admit that the PSYOP 19 was in fact a PSYOP. And admit that the vaccine is a death shot. Death shot. I mean, it's that same logic of the general public that believes they can convince people of the error in their ways. That they can convince Trump and I guess by proxy convince themselves that he is somehow their savior. They can convince Trump to, to turn his way around. Then they maybe can convince themselves that they didn't back the wrong horse. That they didn't get hoodwinked scammed and screwed so i think it's sort of a by proxy convince him and convince yourself that you're not an idiot 
Either way you cut it, I think that's exactly where this whole thing lands. You got two choices, good versus evil. Like I mentioned in that Black Sheep song, you got the good, the bad. The good, the bad. The guru song. No, excuse me, the good and the bad was the guru song. The Black Sheep song was something else. What was the Black Sheep song? Had those confused. Black Sheep song was the choice is yours. You can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. Yeah. Not quite the hip-hop aficionado that some people might think. Get with this or you can get with that. It's the good, the bad. So that's really what it boils down to, folks. It ain't about your political party. It's not about your affiliation. It ain't about what color you are or who you choose to copulate with. It's about the good and the bad. It's are you on team life or are you on team death? That's as black and white as I can possibly make it. You're either supportive of life or you are supportive of death. People want to make it all convoluted. Well, what about this 1%? And what about this? And what about that? Stop falling for the bull. Don't make it more complicated than it really is. There's not a gray area. It is team life or team death. You're either pro-murdering children or you're not. You're either pro-mother, father, and offspring or you are not. You are either open border or closed border. You are either you're either for the drugged out stupid idiot culture that is pro drugs, booze and alcohol and every other vice known to man or you are not. You're either pro-God or you are pro-Satan. That's just clear as it gets, people. You're either pro-children or you are pro-pedophile. It's just that simple. That's all we have time for tonight. You can't do everything, but you can do something. The question is, will you? Be safe out there. I'll be seeing you sooner than later in the Anama Gage. Thank you for listening to the Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A-N-O-M-I-C-A-G-E dot com. Till next time, thank you for listening to the Anomic Age.